Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Retirement Tips Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today we have Butch Phelps with us, and he is with Muscle Repair Shop. Welcome, Butch. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks a lot, Lee. Now, before we get too far into things, tell us about the Muscle Repair Shop. How are you serving folks? Well, the, 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 the way I do with the Muscle Repair Shop is I created a technique called the stretch and release technique. And it, most of my clients are 65 plus. In fact, uh, my oldest client is 95 years old. And what I learned through my own pain is how to, to stop chronic pain. In other words, at 40 years old, I had back pain so bad that if I worked out in my yard, I'd be sore for two or three days. And it just didn't seem right at that age. Well, at 60 years old, over the years after developing this technique, um, I don't have to deal with that anymore. And so one of the things that I learned as I started putting this program together was watching people who had even had joint replacements uh, where their pain would stop and they would come back with a smile on their face and they were just like, this is amazing. And so what I do is, is I teach people in two to three sessions how to do the stretching, uh, send them home with videos that they can follow. And then they'll come in monthly or every two months or whatever, just to, for a little tune up to make sure they're doing it right and they're on their way. The, the whole point is to empower them to be able to stop their own pain. So now in the uh, world of uh, a pandemic that we live in now, is it possible to um, kind of use your service virtually like through a, a Zoom call or video call and then have you talk me through some stretches? That is true. Um, I have actually started doing that because of the pandemic, obviously, and it'll be something that I will keep but we can go through a Zoom call. One of the first things that I like to do is, is find out what's happening. What are you feeling? When does it create the most pain? Because that gives me a lot of insight as to what, are, what muscles might be causing that pain. And then we can do demonstrations through Zoom and show you over Zoom how to do the stretches. Um, and then again, give you the, the video stretches and uh, that is custom for you based on what's going on with you. And that's what I like about it is it's not just like I'm, I'm handing you a sheet of paper or something, but what it is is I'm giving you custom videos of what specifically you need to solve that problem. So now are you finding that there's a lot of people who are maybe transitioning from the workforce to now being at home and, and they might've done that maybe pre-retirement now post-retirement but they're now kind of working at a desk maybe they're not familiar with or a chair they're not kind of used to using for this length of time. And there's some aches and pains that happen, maybe some chronic pain that can bubble up because they are using kind of some stuff they're not used to using as often as they are. That is, that is very true. You know, even, even some of the things that they've had on their job has even followed them into retirement. So, you know, in retirement, many like to be on the computer uh, especially in the morning time, they'll get on the computer and do their emails and so forth. 
Um, and they'll realize that the low back stiffness will come into play uh, in some cases. Neck and shoulder pain will come into play. And so typically what I find is they'll run out and they'll buy a new chair. This, this chair is going to be ergonomically set for them, and this is going to make the difference. And then they'll come back and they'll say, yeah, the chair didn't do it, you know. Um, maybe their, their knees will start hurting or they'll have carpal tunnel that will react or act up and uh, they'll try different things to stop it. And uh, what I'm finding is that ergonomically, yes, you, you don't want to be in terrible positions, but understanding what actually caused that back pain um, will surprise most people because most people, when they think my back hurts, I must have a back problem. And in many cases, if you're sitting for long periods of time, especially if you're in front of a computer or some, you know, in the, the degree that I have in aging sciences, they were saying that people over 60 years old were averaging six hours a day in front of the TV. Um, even sitting for that long period of time can tighten the muscles on the front side of their body, which shows up as pain on the back side. And then I would imagine as people are entering retirement now, maybe they're playing golf more than they ever have, or they're playing tennis more than they ever have. And then you can really uh, hurt yourself. Yeah, yes, you can. And, and in fact, a lot of the golfers who are listening, I'm sure can relate. Uh, you'll at least have one buddy out of three that'll have back pain. Um, and so, you know, they, they're going to the pro and they're learning how to play golf and they really want to get their ramp their game up. And so they talk about, you know, the rotation of the hips on the ball so that they can hit the ball further down the fairway. Um, and, but they'll wind up with low back stiffness. And one of the things that I found over the years was that that low back stiffness is not coming from the back again. It's coming from the ankles and the feet because that rotation starts in the ankles. And where most people make a mistake is, they're trying to start it in the hips and go down. It should go from the ankles and come up. And I've even found that in tennis players as well. So now say somebody did hurt themselves. A lot of people, you know, they've heard of, you know, let's put ice on it yes. or let me take a lot of uh, Tylenol or Naproxen or some Advil, one of those kind of over the counter things. Is there anything else they should be doing or should they not be doing those kind of things? Like what should you do if you have some pain? So, so here's the, the first thing. Number one is when you have aches and pains, and sometimes you can have aches and pains from just a muscle spasm that can be so bad, you need something to relieve the pain so that you can think about what you're doing. And pain relievers uh, and even ice, if it's inflamed, is fine because it starts to numb the pain and dull the pain. But realize that what you're doing with that is you're treating the symptom. And and for most of our training in healthcare, it's about treating symptoms. So if my finger hurts or my elbow hurts or my shoulder hurts, I'm going to go to that point and that's where I want to work. The reality is, is when you're dealing with muscles um, that wherever the pain is, the cause is typically the opposite side or the opposite end if it's an arm or a leg. So when, when you're taking that pain reliever, even if the pain stops, please be aware that you didn't fix anything. You just numbed it. So think about going to the dentist with a toothache and he gives you a shot to numb your, your gums. The pain toothache stops. But if the dentist just said, all right, good to see you, Lee. See you next time and sends you on your way. You'd be, wait, 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 you didn't fix anything there. And so that's really the same thing that is happening with injections and pain relievers. 
is that they're really trying to quiet the pain, but they haven't really solved anything. Now, is there anything a person could be doing on their own to kind of prevent some of these injuries? Is there, like I've heard about those Swiss balls or those foam rollers or those massage guns, like are there things that you can do on your own to kind of alleviate some of this? There actually is, and it's much easier than all of that. Um, the, what I use a lot with people is I have them to take a tennis ball and place it in a sock. Now, sometimes you'll see some therapists when they're teaching someone to use a tennis ball, they'll have them to get on the floor. The problem with that compared to having it against a wall is you can't adjust the pressure. So as you were using your muscles and they're contracting as you're walking, maybe you go into the refrigerator, go into your car, whatever, as you're using your muscles and they're contracting, releasing, contracting, releasing, that contracting and releasing causes the muscles to get a little harder. And and at some point we can go into more detail about that, but we won't do it at the moment, but it can get a little harder, but also make the muscles feel tender. So if you use that tennis ball on the floor where it's an all or nothing pressure from your total body weight, and the muscles are tender, it would be way too painful. So I have people to do it against the wall, and it can allow the muscles to soften. Now, when I say soften, what I'm talking about is, is not putting a ton of pressure on it where you put a hole in the wall. That, that's, that's a huge mistake that people make with muscles and trying to force them. But as you're using that tennis ball, use it to find, as you move across your body slowly, find spots that are sore. And when you find a sore spot, stay there, maintain that pressure, breathe out and allow the muscle to relax and let go. The muscles are more uh, emotional than they are physical. And that's, that's something that when I, when I talk to different healthcare practitioners and even going back to school in my 50s, that the thing I saw was that no one talks about that. But it's like when you're anticipating something hurting, and you start to move, your brain will cause the muscles around that area to tighten for fear it's going to hurt. Same thing happens when, when you start putting pressure flight from the tennis ball or rollers or whatever on the muscles. When you're trying to push that through, you're actually fighting with your brain in the fight or flight syndrome, and that's causing those muscles to tighten even more. So the simple thing is to take that tennis ball, put it in a sock, and if, you, and if you drop it, it won't roll anywhere because the sock will keep it from doing it. So you don't have to chase it, but put it in that sock, use it on your hips, use it on your upper back against the wall. You can do it anywhere, anytime. Take your time. You're not going to force that, that pressure out, but what you're going to do is breathe and allow that muscle to relax underneath the ball. Now, um, what about the people who now they've got some time, so they say, you know what, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to the weight room, I used to work out when I was in high school, I'll just kind of start, I'll just continue what I was doing then, and then they just start, you know, throwing up some big numbers because they thought that's what, you know, especially guys do. Um, uh, Is there a benefit of using weight training, or should they just stay on the treadmill, or, or should be a combination of weight training and cardio? It's a huge benefit. And, and I, w- I would do the combination of weight training and cardio. Um, you know, think of, think of yourself as, as a car. You know, when you buy a car and it's brand new, uh, you can drive it as hard as you want and the car runs great. But once the car gets about 10 years, 15 years on it, you've got little things you have to tinker with. As we age as a, as a human being, 
we lose muscle mass, number one. So the strength training causes us to keep our muscle mass where it needs to be. It causes the density of the bones to be stronger so that our bones are, are, are good. And then the cardiovascular part of it keeps our heart strong. And also don't forget to add in diet to that because the, the foods that you eat can just tear all of that apart. Having said all that, the, the weight training itself and the strength training itself, think about and ask yourself, what are you training for? Because I get people all the time, they're going to Pilates and then they go to Zumba and then they go to work out with their weights and then they're running 10 miles and they're biking 22 miles all in the same day and they're 68 years old and they can't understand why their body hurts. Well, part of that reason is, is some of it is from the stress of getting from place to place to place and that causes the muscles to tighten. Some of it is the actual exercise itself will cause the muscles to tighten. While it is good for you, that's a side effect. So learning how to stretch the muscles back out, not the way we're shown in a gym and not the way we're taught in most places. It's like we were taught in school. Too much pressure holding for too long actually has the same effect as the strength training itself. So understanding how those muscles release and let go emotionally so that you can get spacing back in your joints and your joints will work better, you can prevent things like, like arthritic type of conditions in your knees where, where you get pain in your knees and you're thinking it's arthritis, uh, basic arthritis, you can actually help that by the stretching of the body. You can have your posture to be like it was when you were 20, 30 years old, where you're standing up straighter. Um, it's not, you don't have to be bent over because you're 65, 75, 85 years old. You can walk like you did when you were 30 years old once you understand how to stretch those muscles. Now, what about the people who start a workout regimen and they maybe have unrealistic expectations? Is it realistic to be, you know, get the six pack abs and, uh, you know, trim down dramatically? Like, are those things. Is your body going to kind of allow yourself to do that? In your mind, you might see yourself a certain way, but the reality of just being of a certain age, it's li there must be some limitations on what's possible. Well, I mean, there, there are certain limitations, but there are very few. Um, I've got a gentleman who at 87, he had back pain to was 84, and we got it to stop. And at 87 years old, he built a five-acre cattle ranch. And at 90 years old, He's built this amazing hydroponic farm um, and he stays in shape. He plays tennis three times a week with guys in their seventies. And if you look at this guy, you would think he was 20 years younger than he is. The secret to it is keeping your body moving and active, keeping your body strong, keeping your muscles loose. So you're, you're not having bones being pinched together. And then the last thing is the diet. And if you can, keep your body fat down and work out with your muscles, even when you're in your 60s, 70s, and 80s, you can still build muscle and you can still look great in your age, in your age at your age, and you'll look much younger than what you've been. But more importantly, you're able to do the things that you've always done and wanted to keep doing. So now if you were going to give um, somebody that's of retirement age right now a tip that they could do on their own, what would be one thing that they can take action on today to help them have a better retirement? Perfect. Perfect question. 
There's two little things. Number one, the tennis ball idea I talked about earlier, using that tennis ball against the wall to keep your muscles in your hips uh, soft so that you've got good rotation in your body and your upper back soft so that your body can, can stand up a little better. The best stretch that I have found, and I found no one around that, uh, that I've seen on the internet or anywhere else who's done it, is understanding the calf stretch and doing the calf stretch. You can sit on the floor with your back against the wall, or if you can't get on the floor at this point, you can sit in a hard back chair and put your one foot up on an ottoman. Use something like a yoga strap or a rope, something that's not stretchy. Never stretch with a stretchy band. But take that one leg out in front of you where your torso is 90 degrees to your leg. Place that yoga strap around the ball of your foot and gently pull the toes back towards you. And what you'll feel is you'll feel the stretch up behind the knee. Don't expect to feel the stretch behind the ankle. It's going to be up behind the knee because those muscles go that far up your leg. When you do that, hold that for about five seconds, breathe out and allow the muscle to relax and let go. And then repeat that 10 times. When you're done, rotate the foot to the inside. Do the same thing on the inside because we want to stretch those outside muscles and then rotate the foot to the outside See, to, to do the inside muscles. So you have four muscles in that calf. And when you can free those muscles up, the one thing I've seen with people in 70 plus years old, once we can free those calves up, once we do that, then the body can rotate properly. And a lot of the other aches and pains in your body will go away. Good stuff. Well, uh, Butch, if somebody wants to uh, check out uh, the, the muscle repair shop and maybe if they're not around you, get one of those virtual online memberships and get some of your uh, expertise, uh, what's the website? Website is musclerepairshop.com. Uh, you can go straight to my website. You can connect with me on social media, Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, contact me. I can get you into the right places so that we can have a conversation to see what's going on and uh, get you back on the road to recovery. But the best part is, is that you will understand and you will know what to do. And at the end of the day, you can keep this away for the rest of your life. Good stuff. Well, Butch, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Retirement Tips Radio. Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com. Dot com.